What's up and welcome back to Major League Talk episode 34, the Roy Holiday edition. I'm J.D. Johnston, your host. Always with me is the Houdini himself. Dino, how are we? How we doing, J.D.? Fantastic. Also with us is the one and only, the great De Palma. How Yo, are we, boys? What up, fam? How we doing, boys? Dude, Doc Holiday edition, probably my favorite pitcher like in my lifetime to watch pitch. Absolutely love him. R.I.P. Doc. Yeah, it could have even said the old uh, Nationals Bryce Harper. It could have said that one, too. No, I prefer Doc Holliday. Talk about the ultimate, like, like middle finger to Bryce Harper. <laughs> the Nats getting in. Nats, yeah, I know. Yeah, I mean, bro, just like, you know. like we don't And we got you. Joe Schmo on today, too. Isn't he a big Philly fan? Oh, dude, huge Philly fan. He's yeah, I was, saying he that. and I were he and I were talking about it. I thought they were going to fire Kapler, but apparently Kapler uh, is going to stick around for another year. But I could see, you know, if they get off to another slow start like they did, like they did this year, I could see them canning him early next year. Yeah, for sure. So I mean, stay tuned for that. We got another edition of Money Trees for you. Welcome back to another poll pod. We're going to be talking best non-food smells later in the pod at the end. But before that. Guys, um, you know I'm a big Stranger Things guy. I saw this thing uh, come out. We got season four. I'm excited for it. So a little teaser. Came across a picture of the iconic Will Byers haircut, the bowl haircut, and I just had a thought come to my mind. What in the world were parents thinking in the 80s of when they just gave their kids haircuts? Like, I like, were, did, was the bowl just like the closest thing they might have found and just were just decided to cut around it? Like, did that? Like, but that wasn't someone, even like it. That was a 90s thing too, bro. I was just going to say, I definitely rocked the bowl cut like third or fourth grade. (laughs) Yeah, but like seriously, like did like – I like Dean, you said not that long ago that your biggest fear was the unknown. Like this is a question that I I need an answer to it because it kind of bothers me. It really does. Like where did this start? Like did someone – like one parent just start this and like his friend was like, hey, your your son's got a pretty nice cut. And then like what would you do? Oh, I put a bowl on his head. And then like this just went national. Like international. I, I, I need I really, an answer. I, I really think if you were to ask me, which I don't know the exact answer, but if you were to ask me, I would say it's probably one of those things where it's not too long. They're able to keep their longer hair, but it's out of their eye line. Yeah, just out of the eye line. You know, but it's like it's approaching that douchebag stage. <laughs> you know, I 100%. I may have to. I don't think I got old yearbooks from there, but I could probably find an old, an old picture too. I'm going to have to text that to you guys. I definitely rocked a bowl cut for a school picture. Oh, wow. Dino, did you? Never, dude. used to shave like my – I used to shave my head, look like a friggin', you know, marine fighter pilot. You know, my dad <laughs> would always get pissed. But I would always – like I used to – yeah, I shaved uh, my baseball numbers into my head. Like he would be pissed. Yo, oh, you were that you ever, kid. You know, did you ever do lines in your head? Because, like, I thought that was never. the coolest shit ever when I had lines, bro. No, I never – dude, like, I'm Greek, dude. The calyx are for real. So, like, <laughs> if I shave my head a certain way, like, I look like a, I look like a jackass. <laughs> I mean, but going straight into sports, the National League wild card game last night. Wow. Nationals and Brewers. Nationals 
are going to the NLDS. They came back in the eighth inning down three runs with the Brewers, basically their god in their bullpen for throwing for them, Josh Hader. And Juan Soto comes through for them, uh, comes to the rescue, childish Bambino, hits a little, I'd say a line drive to right field, and none other than the guy who missed the ball in right field, or misjudged. He didn't miss it. Kind of hit this glove. It hit his glove. Was the replacement for Christian Yelich. And this is how was the first season ends. Yeah. It was. It was? Yeah, dude, what I feel so bad for the rookie. He was a rookie too, man. Like that's I feel that that thing took a wicked hop. Like if you look back at the replay, that thing jumped like 15 feet, like immediately to the left. Coming off a off a lefty bat, usually that ball's not going that way. Um, but dude, if you look back at that that A B. Juan Soto takes a pitch and like literally stares down Hater and like grabs his cup, grabs his looking cup. directly at him. And I, dude, I saw that and I was like, dude, this dude's about to. I didn't know what he was gonna do, but I knew he was gonna hit a ball very, very hard. And yeah, ended up being, you know, what, uh, what, what was the game winner then? Yeah, real exciting game, dude. Like JD, it brought me back to the, um, to the two thousand three. Uh, game seven ALCS when the Yanks trailed the whole game and then in the eighth inning just hit after walk after hit after yeah, Posada together yeah you know and like none other than freaking Ryan Zimmerman who's Mr. National now that Harper's gone <laughs> that broken bat single broken back single in which he had a hack on his, he's in the game for one reason and it's to tie the ball game yeah 97 and, on his hands got it fisted yeah it there. and just fisted it out now that, that doesn't take anything away from the brewers i think they have a fantastic season they lost yelich and they were able to go nine and one to end the season to even get in so i still think that's a win for them but winning this game would have been important for them hater what was the statistic d paul hater hasn't given up Back-to-back singles all year to lefties. He gave up two hits to lefties all year, one of them being to Joey Votto on July 1st. Joey Votto is the other one, yeah. On July 1st, he hasn't allowed a hit, a single, single to a lefty since. Yeah, Josh Hader faced 66 left-handed batters this year. He gave up a single to one of them. He hadn't allowed two singles in the same appearance since May 27th, but that just happened. Yeah, like that's unbelievable. Baseball, bro. I love it. I mean, we even had a poll I put up on the JD with Sports account on Twitter up on who do you think is going to win the game? And it was a hundred percent. And we got quite a few votes on there. I mean, there were a lot of people that kind of voted for it. And it was a hundred percent nationals. And right when that game started, first thing, you know, Scherzer, I mean, that's my guy. That's like, I love him. Yeah, it wasn't I mean, right good. away. Hit that solo home run, Yasmani Grandal, and I was like, "Wow!" And then you know they kind of had that lead for a while, and then it was three one. Then I was like, "Man, a hundred percent people voted the Nationals going to win this game." But you know they came back with a mirac- uh, miraculous win. So I mean, but where do you guys see this going with like the Nationals? You know they're going to be playing the Dodgers. They've been stuck in that NLDS for a while. It's kind of it is the farthest they've really ever gotten. They've never won a World Series, never gotten to a pennant, never even gotten to an NLCS. Are they finally going to break that this year, or are they going to still get stuck in that NLDS? Nats, gets, Nats get bounced in five. So, I mean, I think they win game one. Uh, I, Kershaw's a better pitcher than uh, probably they're gonna, uh, the Nats are going to throw Corbin, is my guess. Corbin's had a Kershaw's not throwing. He's not throwing game one. Are they throwing uh, Ryu? No, Bueller is. Ooh, 
Okay, so that changes it up a little bit because if it was Kershaw game one, yeah, like his postseason numbers speak for themselves. Um, But, yeah, I I think there's a couple close games, but I can't see the Nats even – you know, they got a good rotation. Scherzer didn't look great the other night, but, uh, you know, Strasburg's looked good. But I don't know, man. I just don't think it it matches up against the Dodgers very well. But, hey, at at least Washington broke the curse and actually won a game in the playoffs. Yeah, that's completely uh, sure too. No, I think I think the Dodgers win in five. Yeah, I like that. Wait, yeah, I mean, well, is, it, now, is it a best of five? No, it's a seven. No, it is five. Oh my five. god! Yeah, oh my dude, like I hate that. Now yeah. that there's a one game, seven. the DS and CS should be seven. Yeah, this is this is my opinion. Yeah, seven the whole way. You know, you don't play 162 games to play five in the DS, like. Yep. You know, you, you play a wild card game. Let's the first round be seven. Yeah. I, I, I'll take the Dodgers in four. Yeah, well, like for the I, other team, I though. Washington squeaks one out. Yeah, I think they do, too. But for the other team, the Brewers, where do you think they're going from here? They've had this pitching problem the whole time. Uh, Gio Gonzalez was right back there. I mean, he was with the Yankees at the beginning of the year, but then he went back. Um, I mean, they've had this question mark the whole time. They've had Woodrow there for a while. Uh, I can't really name any other guys off the top of my head, but you know, it's been a problem this whole time. They really relied on Josh uh, Hader in that bullpen for a long, long, long time. They started releasing a couple guys that they relied on last year in their bullpen. Uh, like uh, Jeffries, they finally released, I think August ish. They finally released him and let him go. Cause he had like around a six ERA. What's the next move for them? I mean, Christian Yelich's clock is going to start ticking too. I know he had that extension with the Marlins and I think it may be another three years, but you got to start going somewhere. I think they're right. I think they're right back there next year. Yeah, they're dude. They're dude. They're too talented. And like all that being said, like the run that they went on at the end of the year without any good pitching, like Chase Anderson and Zach Davies. Like Woodruff is really good, and he throws gas. But like you got to have more than one pitcher. They got to go out and address uh, starting pitching need. But yeah, you get Yelly back. They got a really, really good. Like they have a talented team, and they can just hit the cover off the baseball. Um, but yeah, you got to address starting pitching because bullpen's good, uh, hitters are good, but the pitching is brutal. Completely agree, and. Right now, we're filming right now. We got the AL wild card game going on right now. Uh, can one of you two check the score while I talk about it real quick? Yeah. Uh, five, so it's the athletic. Oh, 5-1, Rays. 5-1, five, five, Rays, bottom eight. Olsen just let off with a single. As of right now, it looks like Tampa, but it's October baseball. Oh, dude, did you, did you see the defensive alignment on there? Yeah, it was, dude, like I. Four outfielders and the second baseman in right, like uh, shallow right field, shallow right field for the pool side. I mean, that's wild, dude. That's a softball outfield for professional. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just, I, there's things I like about, there's things I love about baseball. There's a few things I hate. This is one of them. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah, but like I was saying, it's the athletics and the Rays. With Charlie Morton on the mound for the Rays, this is a guy that they signed this uh, past offseason on a two-year deal, $30 million, $15 million a year. This is a guy that they're relying on. This is the game that they wanted him to pitch. When they signed him, they knew he was going to pitch a wild card game. This is the guy they're relying on. He's from Tampa. He wanted to be there. He was questioning on retiring, so he went there because he knew that it was going to be close to his home. This is the guy. He he has a two and two record in the playoffs, and those two wins that he has were in elimination games. So I mean, wild cards obviously elimination. And one of them, one of them were against the Yanks too. 
Yeah, it was that Yankees game in Game 7 in Houston, and then it was the elimination game uh, where they won the World Series against the Dodgers. That was also the, the game he won. So, I mean, this is a guy that knows how to compete when it matters, and you're going to be getting a lot of doses of those curveballs, which we've seen tonight, and he's absolutely dominated other than that first pitch that was the home run. Now, having said that, I, first of all, Morton is, is electric. Uh, I think he's one of the most underrated pitchers in the league. But the Oakland A uniforms are oh, yeah. so fire. Like, it, it's, it's actually, like, sad that this ballpark can't fill up because, th- like— it's sold out. Yeah, today it's sold out, yeah. To, to an extent. They closed half of it. Wait till you see the aerial view of it. Oh, yeah, like dead centers. They, yeah, they blocked that off. They, don't, they didn't sell a third deck? Normally, that, they didn't, the last time they made a wild card game, they didn't sell the third deck. Uh, surprising. They opened it up for a game this year in the summer, I saw. And they sold out the whole stadium. Yeah, who uh, they played, though. Dino, yeah, dude, I totally agree. That's one of my favorite baseball uniforms ever, This that Kelly green and yellow. Um, to get on to the Charlie Morton point, uh, out, not a lot of people know that, but he was in Pittsburgh, man. He was a great pitcher. Pittsburgh decided not to re-sign him, and that's when he signed with uh, for Houston for, I'm pretty sure, like a very like a, for a bargain for Houston. And I was just watching the, uh, the pregame for this, and like I had noticed Charlie changed his motion up uh, like a little bit from where when he was in Pittsburgh and he started throwing the ball harder too. Um, he was like a low 90s guy and, you know, he's like pumping like 96, 97 regularly here. But speaking of Roy Halladay, he actually uh, mirrored his new delivery off of Roy Halladay. They did a side by side of them right next to each other and they are almost identical uh, Roy had a little more instep with his uh, with his lift leg, but that's basically it. They looked like mirror images of each other. Not that's pretty cool timing right there. That's a fun little fact. Yeah, man, it's good uh, baseball tonight. Did a nice little pregame thing on. It was cool. Yeah, good guy yeah. to mirror your game from. Exactly. But it's October second, and it's the beginning of the month. So you guys know what that means. What does it mean, boys? Prediction time. It's time for October predictions, but first let's go over last month's predictions, which we had in the beginning of September. Of September. So the first question we had, this lot, it was the last month of the regular season, so a lot of these questions were based on the playoffs. What two teams will win the AL and NL wildcard game? These were two-point questions, half a point each for each correct team. I said the Rays and the Indians, and for the National League, I said the Nationals and the Cubs. I got... Uh, only one point there because, well, Indians kind of faded out, obviously, there with the A's. I mean, Dean, you were right on top of that. And the Cubs just kind of faded off there, and the Brewers kind of just took it right away from them. Deepaw, you went with the Indians and the A's. And yep. for the National League, you went with the Nats and the Cubs. And Dean, you went with the Athletics and Rays. And for the Not Nationals, you went with the Cubs and the Nationals. So we all really pretty much agreed with the National League, and we were all wrong. I mean, the Brewers just kind of swept right in there and took it away from the Cubs. And now Joe Madden, by the way, we didn't really mention this last podcast. He's out in, he's out of the Chicago, but I'm yep. sure he's going to find uh, somewhere else. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand that, but yes, you know, I mean, so, I it, Dean, it just it, it the message gets stale after a while. You know, they're they're so talented and they underperformed. You know, missing the playoffs that's unacceptable there in Chicago. Uh, I, I agree with you, but sometimes you got to clean house to you know get a, a fresh message in there. I know he was seen in Philadelphia, so maybe that's that uh, Gabe oh, Kapler yeah. question mark right there. Well, A lot of people yeah. are saying that he's going to be so he's handed from, up in San Diego too. 
He's from Hazleton, which is about an hour north of, of Philly. So I could see why there. But, yeah, I, I've heard him to L.A. too, the Angels. Correction. The stadium is sold out. I'm going to take a video. I will, I will send this to you all so we can, we can tag this on, on our Instagram. But what this fan just did, uh, like I don't know if she's on LSD or what, <laughs> but this is classic. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. You're good. But for question number two, we talked about this a lot, but how many players were going to end up with 51 and a half home runs by the end of the season? I went with three players. I said Alonzo, Trout, and Belly. Alonzo was the only guy that got there. Deepaw, you said two players in Alonzo and Trout. We know that Trout ended up getting hurt. Trout, Dean, you said zero. Not there if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, for sure. But Dean, you said zero, but you said if someone would have gotten there, it would have been Pete Alonzo, and you were right. You're wrong for the question. You didn't get the question though. You didn't get the question though. You said zero. You got the next you got the next you got the next question right, which was what player will lead MLB with home runs by the end of the month? I said trout and so did Deepaw. Yeah, you said along to me. That is not taking points away from you, bro. That's fine. That's not the question. The question was how many players will end up with 51 and a half home runs. You said no. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, fine, 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 fine. fine. <laughs> Who will end up with the most wins in the MLB? Me and Dean agreed that it would be the Yankees, and we were wrong. They actually ended up in third place in deep point Dodgers. Yeah, dude. I mean, Dodgers finished in second. I feel like I deserve that half point. I mean, the Astros just kind of walked away with that, and they're owning everything right now. And for finally, question number five, we said how many undefeated teams in the top 25 teams in the NCAA by week four, over under seven and a half. I said under. Actually, I actually said way under. Deepaw, you agreed with me. And Dean said way over. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's way over. I stopped counting at 10. Ding, All right. ding. Ding, yeah, ding, ding. That's major ding, ding. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Dude, I just watched that video. Oh, my God. <laughs> Did you see it, dude? <laughs> she was definitely tripping. <laughs> She's on drugs. Like that woman is on drugs she, or, or she's a witch and she's casting a spell on him right now. I could see that hundred percent. She's either some witchcraft shit or she's on drugs. <laughs> oh my God. That's yeah, but to tally, to tally that up for you. I mean, Dean, this is getting real close, real close, real close. I mean, we're, I'm at 14 and a half points. Dean's right behind my tail at 12 and a half points. Ooh, this is getting interesting. Deepaw, I currently actually don't have your points. <laughs> hey, what the hell dude? But because you joined in last month, but well, I was going to. You're just like, like you're making me make these predictions. I'm keeping track of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Deepaw's got to get double jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I got to get some. Yeah, get some double jeopardy. But uh, now it's time for October predictions, though. You knew this question was coming. So to start us off, who will be crowned champions holding the commissioner's trophy uh, at the end of this year? In other words, who's going to win the World Series if you don't know what that means? Dino, you want to go first for us? Yeah, no, I'll you go do. First. You're winning right now, JD. You go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go. No, no, no. All right, let me explain to everybody. Let me explain to everybody. Dino has been cheating in this damn thing because he's <laughs> waiting for me to go first, and he's putting all the opposite answers I've been putting. Not only that, I'm stupid enough to put my answers on a Google Doc that we have together, so he knows my answers before I say them. My fault for being dumb. Dino, you're going first. Fine. I'll take the fucking Yanks, you little rat fink. <laughs> I'll take the same thing. Uh, Fine. 
<laughs> look, at the end of the day, look, realistically speaking, like I, I, I do think the Astros win it, but I'm taking the Yanks for this prediction because I, I, there's no way I can, I can watch October baseball and hope that I get this one question wrong or right. Like I, I'm rooting for the Yanks, but I think the Astros win it, but my pick's the Yanks. Astros. I think the Astros win it. Uh, I just think that staff, dude, it's too good. They got so much talent on offense. Place it just absolutely rocks during the postseason. But yeah, I don't think anyone touches that staff. Uh, uh, yeah, it, I don't know. I think they beat the Dodgers out there too. I know it's two homer picks, but yeah, man, they're, they're just the two best teams in baseball, in my opinion. Yeah, for question number two, how many home runs will be hit in the Minnesota Twins in the New York Yankees series? For the ALDS, they hit a combined 612 total home runs between the two teams, leading all of baseball. Minnesota broke the record with 307, and the Yankees were right behind them with 306. So I is 14 and a half fair for the whole series? Because we don't even know if they'll get to a game five. So it's 14 I mean, and a half go, fair. If they, if they go to five, that's you know a hair under three a game. I think that's fair. Or should we go lower? Like I, I personally like maybe twelve because if they might not get to a game five. No, I think fourteen and a half is realistic. All right, all right, that's fair. Then and, I'll give it up. And, and I and I and I'll, and I'll go first. I don't mind it. I'll go over. I yeah, I'm not gonna lie. There's no point in going first. I was gonna yeah. go over too because I mean this is just two powerhouse teams. You know, you got Nelson Cruz on that side. You got Miguel uh, Sano. I mean, there's so many people. I'm not gonna name all the guys in the Yankees because I mean. You guys know them all by now. We talk about them a lot. I mean, and D.D. Stanton, Judge. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's a powerhouse. I mean, but, but oh, oh, D. Paul, before you give your pick, this is unbelievable that Miguel Sano was playing in single A oh, yeah. last year. Yep, he was. Dude, it was you know? a ridiculous decline from his rookie year. He was hitting bombs everywhere. And then, yeah, came back and was hitting like a buck 60 for like, you know, six weeks or something like that. And they sent his ass down there. So, should win comeback player of the year. Anyway, go ahead, Deepa. I'm going under just uh, for the sake of this. If we're going double, if I'm getting double the points here, I got to make some points up. Uh, I think that's contingent. You know, the 14 and a half. If that goes five, that's three a game. Uh, I think it goes four. I think the Yanks win in four. So I think it's a little bit more than that. Uh, and I don't think that happens on a, on an average basis. Uh, so yeah, give me the under there. Under 14 and a half. Just yeah, got to either hope way. The Yanks don't put up like 10 or 11. That's, yeah, in that's a game at home. It. Exactly. Exactly. I know, but either way, it is going to be an absolute slugfest. But that brings us to question three. We kind no. of already talked about this. Will the Nationals finally get out of the division series and move on to an NLCS? Finally, they never have in their whole entire franchise. No. Will they, Dean? No, absolutely not. Paul, no chance. Yeah, no, the Dodgers are way too good. And for question number four, Dino, these two questions, these two last questions are kind of on you. This is like, this is your stuff. Will the Redskins, are they going to win a game this month? They play the Dolphins next week. You're going to the game. Okay. Well, that was, this is, this is rude. First of all, <laughs> um, I'm looking, I'm, I'm pulling up the schedule right now. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually kind of upset that you're asking this question. Uh, I think it's a little unfair. I think it's. Uh, <laughs> you want to play this selfish. game? You want to no, play this fine. game? That's fine. All right, I, I don't mind. They go. go they go. Patriots at yes. Niners at home at Minnesota. 
and that's it. Yeah, they win one. It's the Dolphins. It, I'm telling you right now, they lose to the Dolphins. It's no, but <laughs> like they'll be one in what is it? One in seven? One in eight? Jesus! I'm going against you. I got to go with South Florida. Got to represent someone. You're an idiot. <laughs> got to represent somehow. HTTR, bro. HTTR. I got you, Dean. Hail to the Redskins, baby. Look, All right. dude, at the end of the day, it's fine. I don't care if they don't win a game the entire fucking year. Okay, but we have a marching band. So <laughs> everyone else can just <laughs> that makes up. That makes dude, up. That for shit everything. is so lame, bro. <laughs> no, that shit's hype as hell, bro. Oh my god. It makes you up ever, for everything. You ever been to a home skins game, bro? No, I was that you uh you and your familia were uh grateful enough to let me go to a preseason game whenever Kevin was with the uh, with the Lions when he broke his hand there, actually. But uh, that was a preseason uh, yeah. game. Yeah, well, the band was still there, dude, and they were kicking. Oh, the, band, the band was, it was all right, but I mean... <laughs> nah, bro, you go to a playoff game, and that place is singing that touchdown song, Fight for Old D.C., yo, it's fire. <laughs> the problem is, is they ain't fighting for D.C. because D.C. don't give a shit. <laughs> But to wrap up this October predictions, how many times this month will Dino drop an F-bomb on the pod over under 37 and a half? This is under your control, Dean. You can yeah, like, walk away with this. Fuck, bro. Like, what is <laughs> that? One. One. Shit. No, 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 no. You just asked no, the question. The question. <laughs> we got one. It's October. Yeah, we don't baby. know the answer. Oh, it's October. No, no, no. It's October 2nd, right? But it doesn't start until the 3rd, really. Because it's, it's 11. Saying? It's October. It's 11 o'clock, dude. Can we wait 46 minutes and start it then? Like, yeah, it's got to it's be starting with the next one. bro. Like, let me prepare for this. I wasn't even prepared for this. First of all, this is bullshit. The questions <laughs> that I'm being, I am being targeted. I am being, I am being harassed. Like, this is, this is a serious issue that I'll have to discuss with a lawyer because I feel very targeted and, and harassed in this situation. But the answer <laughs> Will be one hundred percent under. I need to work on my language. I know I do. I feel like I'm in a, you know, in a, a confession. So I, I understand. You know, look, when I get rolling, I can't stop it. You know, the, the tongue is like a gun, and I just keep spraying. You know, like it's just I can't stop. I have, you know, uh, I, 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 I really want to go against you, but I feel like you're just so in control with this that like you'll be like down to like 35 and you'll make sure you won't say something the last podcast. 100%. 100%. Yeah. So I have to go under. I have to, but I really want to I, go under. I, I can censor myself. I know I can. Over. You know. Oh, wow. He's going over. Over. And Jedi, you cannot let him know how many he has because I'm going to just be sitting there with a little counter. I'm going to be counting them. So you, you can't let – dude, just don't say anything to him. Uh, I think he goes over. It's a close one. I think he goes over. I think he breaks the 40 mark. What do you, I you got, got a pitch count? count I got a pitch count. Yeah, 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 I knew it. Yeah, I got a yeah, pitch count. <laughs> I got a pitch count. You're just going to hear – all you're going to hear in the middle of the pot is this. <laughs> Such bullshit. Love you, brother. But that wraps up uh, October predictions. So make sure to tune in next month to find out about those. Um, but real quick before we go into money trees, guys, if you're enjoying these podcasts, make sure you share it. Tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad, tell your brother, tell anybody. Uh, we really appreciate you guys listening to it. But with that, 
let's go straight into money trees with Joe Schmo. They say your hood is a pot of gold, a pot of gold a pot of and gold. we go crash it when nobody's home. Holly Berry or Holly Blue? Pick your poison, tell me what you do. Everybody go respect the shooter. What the All right, so it's time for another segment of Money Trees with the king of this segment himself, Joe Schmo. Let's start off with two games versus the spread in college football. Joe Schmo, start us off, please. All right, perfect. So we're going to go uh, first game here is going to be Georgia at Tennessee, uh, 7 o'clock on Saturday night. Um, going to go with the uh, Georgia Bulldogs laying the 25 points. Um, I think Georgia's one of the two best teams in the country. Um, I think Clemson right now, uh, they're just not the same as they were last year. They lost a lot of guys in the draft. So I think Georgia's is going to pour it on Saturday night. Uh, Jake Fromm's having a great year. Um, and I think Swift's going to have a couple touchdowns. And uh, I think they pull away. I, I got them at 41 to seven uh, Saturday night. So I'm going to lay the 25 points. Mm, just an ass whooping in Knoxville. Yeah. It's going to be, it's going to be ugly. Yeah, dude, I got to, I mean, I can't go with the Vols, man. You know, I love the Vols, uh, but man, it's just, they're just not a good football team. And I think you're exactly right. I think Swift just runs all over them and to victory, man. It's not going to, not even going to be close. Tennessee's going to get rocked. <laughs> Rock and sock and robots. Yeah. <laughs> just rocked. Right, and then second one, we're going to stick in the SEC here. Uh, so we got Auburn at Florida, 3.30 on CBS. Um, so I was talking to people at work, um, the other day and, you know, I wasn't really sold in Auburn, but, uh, I was actually impressed with them last weekend because they went against Mississippi state at home. Uh, it could have easily been a letdown and they took care of business. Oh yeah. Well, I think Nick's, yeah, I think Nick's is getting more confidence as the weeks go on. Um, and, uh, they're laying three on the road. Uh, so I, I like Auburn in this game. Um, you know, I think Nick's is going to have a, a good game again. And then Whitlow, um, he's been, you know, keeping his own and uh, taking care of business. So uh, go ahead and lay the three points uh, and take Auburn on the road against Florida. That that's also that's also one of my picks. So I'll just address that now. I'm also taking Auburn on the road. We've been discussing this since week one. Florida is the most overrated top 10 football team that I might have ever seen. You, you know, like let, let's. Let's call it what it is, right? They, they struggled versus Miami. They struggled versus Kentucky. The rest of their schedule has been a joke. They played Towson last week, okay? Which, which if no one knows where Towson is, it's in Maryland, okay? And their football team is bad. Booty. So, yeah, oh, yeah they actually, Towson might, may or may not have Joe Flacco's brother as their quarterback. Um, I would need to fact check this, but his name's Tom Flacco. So, <laughs> You know, I, I would have to uh, fact check this, but they're bad. So I, I think Florida gets – I think Florida loses by 17, to be honest with you. Mm. I like that. I mean, Swamp's a um, place to play. I mean, I know what you guys are saying, but I got to go with you there too. I mean, coming from a Florida State fan too, screw Florida. Let's go, Auburn. Dude, Franks is still the leading passer on that team, by the way. He's been out for, <laughs> been out for two exactly. weeks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. He's out for two weeks, still leads the team in passes. I mean <laughs> – uh, I'll, never mind. I'll, I'll table that thought until we get to the NFL. Um, uh, Tom Flacco my, is brother is a brother of Joe. Uh, Flacco. Of course he is, just, dude. Of of course he oh, is. Oh, I, I thought you were asking me to check. No, I was because I wasn't sure. But how many people are named Flacco? Not, not many. 
Navin, no, Shane Falco. Navin. It's not a Flacco, but Shane Falco. Exactly, and even Shane Falco, like the, just the 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 southpaw slinger. Uh, <laughs> one of the one of the worst drawn up plays I've ever seen in my life, but they still got the job done with replacement He's a players. Legend. <laughs> legend for the Washington Sentinels. The Sentinels. Legend. The Sentinels. <laughs> I mean, it's a great movie, bro. The one thing about that movie that always bothered me, though, was like, he throws a perfect strike underwater with a football he found. Like, <laughs> like I can understand like those torpedoes back in the day, but like he wound up and threw a football underwater for a perfect like 20-yard slant. Like it, it made no sense. Anyway. Um, my, my second pick is I, Oklahoma state and Texas tech to noon game. Look at the end of the day, I don't know much about either one of these teams, but to be honest with you, college football this week doesn't really interest me. There's only three or four games that caught my eye. I, I, I like Texas tech at home getting 10. Uh, they're, they're outmatched. They're a hundred percent have the potential of being dominated. They got dominated versus Oklahoma or versus Oklahoma last week, 55 to 16. Um, I, at the end of the day, do I have any like hard facts about this? Not really. <laughs> you know, not really. I just, I'm I, this, I'm taking a home dog Oklahoma, or Texas tech plus the 10 at home. And who had Dino there was that Oklahoma state or who are they playing? Oklahoma state. They're getting the battles of Oklahoma, the back back to back weeks. I'm hoping they split that. Shmo, who you got? Oh, man. Oklahoma State wrecked me when we were out in Vegas. Broke Dude, my heart. Us. Yeah, versus Texas, man. That shit hurt. Yeah. And you said Texas Tech's laying the 10 and a half or they're getting 10 and a half? They're getting, uh, they're getting 10 and a half. As yeah. of right now, the line I have is 10. I'll take the Red Raiders. Ooh. You know, Alan Bowman, their quarterback – I mean, the guy's legit. His QB rating's a 130, so he's got to be legit. He's only thrown three picks, 60% completion rate. I mean, the the guy can throw it. Like I said, I don't know much about this team other than the fact of, like, in college, if you're getting 10 from even something that's close of an even matchup, I'll take the home dogs. All right, I'm going the fighting mullets here. Give me OK State and Mike Gundy and them boys bucking the trend. I think they – you know, if they break my heart two times in a row, I'll never bet on them again this year. So, you know, this is the final straw for them. Let's go, uh, let's go, Cowboys. Wasn't Gundy the dude that yelled at that reporter? I'm a man. Yell at me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm forty. I'm, I'm a man. man. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can't yell at me. I'm a man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't know I Gundy was still there. Right there. For oh, sure, I'm shocked he didn't punch the guy. He's not leaving. <laughs> nah. He's like Jordan Belfort. I'm not yeah. fucking leaving. <laughs> that man's not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, that's great. D-Paul, what are oh. your two? All right, I'm going uh, – first one's going to be in the Big Ten. Iowa getting three and a half points at Michigan. I know the big house is a tough place to play, but I'm not. I'm still not sold on Michigan, man. Uh, you know, they beat the shit out of Rutgers, but, you know, who hasn't beat the shit out of Rutgers this year? Uh, Iowa's played some tough games. I think they're a tough squad. I love Kirk Ferentz and, and the program that he runs. They're getting three and a half points at Michigan. Um, I'm thinking Iowa, you know, with that three and a half, I think they could even win outright to uh, to coin a turn from Joe Schmo. I'm sprinkling this on the money line right here. I think it's like a buck sixty five. So give me Iowa. Give me the Hawkeyes uh, over Michigan at the Big House. Also, like Iowa, 
no problem with that pick. Once again, I'm not sold on Harbaugh. If Harbaugh is the next Redskins coach, I'm going to beat oh, myself God. over the head, oh, dude. Oh, my God. I could totally see that happening. A hundred percent. And I'm going to be so mad. Like, the next Redskin head coach should be Urban Meyer. Ooh. So. Dude, he'd have already have his quarterback, Dwayne. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see. But I, mm, I don't know. Uh, I hate Harbaugh. Nah. <laughs> All right, Dude, oh, um, speak, hold on. Speaking of that, tell me you saw Wisconsin rock the khaki pants. <laughs> yeah, the Harbaugh. <laughs> One of the all-time trolls I've ever seen in my <laughs> life wearing khaki-colored pants the following week after stomping on Michigan. That was great. That was classic. Loved it. Loved every second of it. Um, he got in that one. Yeah, so I had uh, I had upset of the week uh, pick as well. So we'll just tie into this. So I'm with you guys. Um, I love Iowa in this matchup. Uh, we've talked about before on on previous uh, episodes where you know it's yeah. not sold Harbaugh. He's a fraud in my opinion. Um, you know I was allowing less than nine points a game, um, and I love Stanley at quarterback. He doesn't make mistakes, um, and so I think they're going to go in there and I think they're going to win outright on uh, on Saturday. And I was listening to a uh, a clip from. Colin Cowherd today where he was talking with Jill Klatt and basically, you know, this is it for Harbaugh. If they don't win this game, then it's indefensible. And I think he gets canned either middle of the year or by the end of the year, if, if they yeah. lose uh, in this one, cause well, they're dude, not going to lose to Ohio state, state again too. They're not. Yeah. they're not going to beat Ohio state. So yeah. I think, uh, I think this is just going to continue to put more right on the wall that it's, it's just time for him to, to go on. Cause this isn't going to work out for them. And the boosters, aren't, the boosters aren't going to pay that, that salary. No, not anymore. Who, game like this. Daniel Snyder will, though. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, my game two, I'm going uh, – I know this is a lot of freaking points, and it's just under four touchdowns. Uh, LSU versus Utah State in Death Valley. Uh, I know Utah State's – you know, they got, a, they got a decent squad, but I just think LSU is going to be too good and, you know – I think they get it by that extra little half point. I think that, you know, that fourth touchdown puts them over. They may win it by 31, but I think LSU blows the brakes off Utah State. Also taking LSU, even though they, Leonard Fournette, the brother of Leonard Fournette, uh, (laughs) withdrew from school. Not going to affect the game at all. Uh, They're going to win by 41. Ooh. And a half. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. No, I'm, I'm with you guys on this one as well. Um, Joe Burrow's going to continue to do his thing. Uh, I mean, the dude's just, he's just been clutch all year and just fucking throwing darts out there. Um, you know, I think it's like Dino said, I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a blowout, man. Um, so definitely late at 27 and a half and yeah. see what happens out there. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to do my quick upset and then, uh, Dino throw your upset in there and we'll get Schmo's lock. I'm going the Army Black Knights are the home dog versus Tulane. West Point, tough place to play. Noon game. I think, uh, you know, the triple option is tough to defend. You don't see it very often. Uh, you know, people are high on Tulane. You know, they got a good squad and whatnot. But give me the Black Knights at home. They're going to defend West Point. Yeah, give me that plus three all day at home. Dino, who you got for, the, uh, for your upset, bud? For my upset, and this is a personal thing. There was nothing better than seeing Pitt beat UCF. Because I'm sick of their bullshit. <laughs> I'm taking I'm taking Cincinnati at home. Uh, they're getting four 
Money lines a buck sixty. I like Cincinnati to pull the upset here. At the end of the day, Cincinnati needs something. UCF. Okay, gotcha. I, I like you. I like Cincinnati pulling an upset here. At the end of the day, Cincinnati needs something to cheer about because their pro football team is garbage. <laughs> Dude, I was I was at the Steelers game on Monday. They are garbage. Like it's that's coming from a you know another zero and three squad and now one and three. But still, dude, that was not a good team. No, that's that's the. That's one of the worst football teams in the league. I have my top three. It's really simple. Dolphins, Skins, Bengals. Worst yeah. three three teams in the league. I saw I saw somebody on Twitter saying that the Bengals are only a left tackle, left guard, center, right guard, and right tackle from being <laughs> Yeah. So to put that in perspective. That, that reminds me of the uh, NBA draft when it came up for needs and it said Knicks, everything. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so lock of the week for me, uh, it's going to be Ohio state, uh, prime time again. So back-to-back weeks on ABC, um, they're hosting Michigan state. Um, bottom line for me this year is I think Ohio state is, is up there, um, in terms of contenders. Um, I think Clemson right now, they remind me of Florida state after the year that Jameis and them won the title and they were just squeaking by week in and week out. Yep. Uh, I think Ohio state's legit. Justin Fields is just fucking just dominating out there he's a uh, their, yeah their defense is is legit too and they're going to continue just to rack up the points on people they're averaging over 52 points a game and they're allowing under nine points a game um <laughs> and michigan state has absolutely no offense whatsoever um yeah couldn't but, score on arizona state yeah so you know i think ohio state's just going to continue to dominate throughout the rest of the year uh so i like them to cover the 20 um i got them winning 38 to three Dean, what two games do you just not care about this week? Uh, it's really simple. It's the entire college football slate <laughs> other, than the, other than the games we just named. This week in college football is absolutely atrocious. If you are looking for one, though, it's the Battle of Texas. University of Texas, El Paso, home against the University of Texas, San Antonio. I hope UTSA defends it like they defended the Alamo because UTEP <laughs> – UTEP's winning this ball game 28-21 in the real battle for Texas. Let's go. I'm, I'm on the minors all day on that. Yeah. Give me the, give me the minors. <laughs> this week in college football is a joke. <laughs> That's great. But, oh, oh, also here, so my ridiculous pick, I'm picking Notre Dame over Bowling Green by 48 and a half. <laughs> I don't think the line's too far off of that, too. I saw it was dying. I think it's like 45 or something. <laughs> Yeah. You gave me the extra three points? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> give me Bowling Green. Oh, Bet. shit. Bet. Bet you number one from Chick-fil-A. I'll Venmo you. I'm down. Let's do it. $7.82 exactly. My pleasure. <laughs> well, let's go all the way back up to the topics. Uh, now NFL. Joe Schmo, what are your two games versus the spread? All right, two games against the spread. So, um, as always, I like to go with teams that got embarrassed. The week, uh, got embarrassed the week prior. Uh, I love taking them the following week. So, first game we go with your uh, Vikings at New York Giants. Uh, Kirk Cousins was absolutely atrocious last week. He got called out by his uh, star receiver. Yep. One of his star receivers stealing. Um, and so, I like to I like to take the Vikings here. Um, they're laying five and a half. So that's that's an odd number. Uh, a lot of games will finish at five. Um, so I think they're going to win by twenty plus. Um, I think they're going to come out 
Dalvin Cook's going to have a big game, and I think Cousins is going to respond. Um, and everyone's going to be riding on the Giants' coattails after the last yeah. two weeks. So I'm going to go against the trend um, and the, the public favor right now in terms of just the sexy pick and going with Jones. So I'm going to lay the five and a half and uh, take the Vikings. I'm actually kind of shocked with this pick. And, and, and to be honest with you, I'm actually shocked Cousins has been this bad. Right? Yeah. You know, like you talk it's about – you talk about system quarterbacks and maybe Jay Gruden was just onto something with cousins because he was a system quarterback with the skins. He was legit. I, I was, I, I was really high on Kirk cousins, but at the same time, Kirk cousins did have many weapons with a decent offensive line. When he was in Washington, the only thing he lacked was a dominant, big over the top fade type wide receiver, but, but never really threw the deep ball. Well, so he could throw the deep ball. He just never threw it well. So you're, you're dealing with an offense with Thielen and Diggs, where th- that, that was their MO with, was it Bridgewater? Yeah. Correct. Yep. Yeah. So like, it's just, he's not, he, I don't think he fits that system. He was overpaid. Good for him. He got his money. But I said before Cousins was going to win a Super Bowl. I don't know if it's in Minnesota. Because I don't think he lasts there, which means he's not going to win one any, uh, anywhere. So, so I'm no longer sold on Cousins. But for the sake of the conversation, I am taking the Vikings here. They have burnt me every single week. And th- this is the week where I don't think they burn me. But this is from a degenerate gambler. So, <laughs> I, Dude, I really want to take Vikings here. Um, I just think the talent level is different. Like, I feel like they're going to, you know, maybe not force feed Thielen, but, you know, them on the outside, Thielen and Diggs, you got Dalvin Cook running the ball. They got a great defense. Uh, but yeah, to kind of go against it, you know, I, I'm, I think I'm going to go with Danny Dimes here and the Giants just, just hoping it's a close one, you know, pull some crazy Eli Manning shit at the end of the game, uh, you know, just to cover the spread. But uh, I think it's going to be a close game here. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to roll with Danny Dimes in the sexy pick. All right, let's get it. All right, second uh, game we're going to go with here. Uh, might also be another shocker, but uh, we got Bucks at Saints. Um, you know, the thing with Jameis Winston is when it's great, it's great, and when it's bad, yep. it's bad. Uh, Paul knows this all too well. Feast or uh, fam? Yeah, man. And uh, But at the end of the day, um, I think they're on to something here. Um, I think they're starting to get more and more confidence as the weeks go. Uh, and if you watch the game on Sunday night, you know, Bridgewater, they're not allowing him to throw the ball downfield at all. Um, so defenses are just able to stack the box. Um, and I think the game's going to be close. Bucks are getting three and a half points. Um, and this is a divisional game. So you guys are familiar with each other uh, each time you play. So I'm going to take the Bucks on three and a half points against the Saints in the Superdome. Um, I, I, I do agree with you that they're onto something, but I just. It's hard to beat the Saints in New Orleans. Uh, oh my God! I'm taking. I'll take the Saints, but I wouldn't be. Sh- I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks won this game. Just to cover, brother. Yeah, just to cover. Um, I kind of te- good teams win. Great teams cover. Don't forget. Yeah. That. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. Uh, well, I'm gonna have to go back and check all the games that the Skins covered. None. <laughs> <laughs> week one week one they covered week one other than that i didn't cover shit um all right so i'm going i'm going with schmo here i think 
Uh, I'm riding Jameis while he's hot. You're exactly right. He's hot and cold, feast or famine, whatever you want to call it. Um, I think the Saints are kind of high on the high on themselves after that big win versus Dallas too. This could yep. be a letdown game. I know Tampa just you know hung a fifty burger on the Rams, but like I don't know, man. I, I got I think I got to roll with Jameis here. I think Tampa. Yeah, I think they that three and a half helps them out big time. Is it my turn? Mine are really simple. Yeah. Okay. Um, taking New England and the 15 and a half, I would hang 22 and a half on this game. <laughs> There's not a chance in hell the skins are going to even come close to covering the spread. I don't care who's at quarterback, whether it's Keenum, whether it's Colt McCoy with one leg or it's, it's Haskins <laughs> doesn't matter. This is the second worst football team in the league. And I'm, I cannot believe that I have tickets to go see the dolphins and the skins Oh my the, gosh! The following oh my week, <laughs> dude, you gonna wear but, you gonna wear a plastic bag or not plastic bag, a paper bag over your head? I, I need to do something because <laughs> I, I don't I don't like to be honest with you. It's twelve miles from my house. I don't want to go. You got to. <laughs> I have to go. You got to go. The, I have to. It's like they only come to Miami every like eight years, and I'm here. So like, whatever. <laughs> but taking the Pats and and fuck the fifteen and a half. I'm giving the skins 27. Okay. Oh not, Get out of here. Do you want me to put that in here? Yeah, but I'm not betting anybody with that, but I'm taking <laughs> the, I'm taking the Pats minus 26 and a half. I think the skins lose 57 to 17. The last time the skins played the Patriots, they lost by like 45. Okay. And to, and guess what? Tommy's still there. Tommy. Tommy yeah, and Billy you know, boy. Yeah, that's that. If that's not anyone's cold hard lock of the week, you, you just don't know football because the skins are so bad. Now, um, my my next pick is uh, the once again, like I, I don't whatever, dude. I'm taking the Cardinals and the points because I the Bengals are so Andy Dalton is so bad, so freaking bad. <laughs> That I'm just taking the Cardinals because he because the Bengals suck. I don't think he I don't think he I watched that Monday night game for literally like seven minutes. He got sacked like eight times. Let's go. I Cardinals and the points. What what how many points is it? Three or three and a half? I don't know. My site says four. I I'll take the three. I'll take the three and a half. I'll take the one. I'll take them straight up. The Bengals are ass. Shmo, who you like? I'm gonna take the Cardinals. Kyler Murray and the boys. Dude, I'm uh I'm jumping on that train too because the Cardinals owner just passed away like maybe yesterday or maybe it was like today. Early, early today today. Okay, yeah. dude. I'm, yeah, he's gonna he's gonna will him to a victory from heaven, bro. My boss. My 100%. boss. My boss is a uh, he's a uh, he was born in Arizona. Shit was crazy talking to him about it. Damn. Yeah, bro. All right. Uh, we're going back, back to Cali. Cali, LA Chargers, uh, six and a half point favorite over the Broncos. I think Broncos are atrocious too. I think they're about another loss away from just selling everywhere, uh, trading everyone. Emmanuel Sanders, all that defense too. Chubb just got hurt. Um, I think the Chargers win. They got Melvin Gordon coming back. I think, uh, you know, it's going to be a blowout here. I think they win by 17 points. I'm um, taking the Chargers, Tom Flacco, Joe Flacco, whatever Flacco it is. The Broncos suck. 
The, the league is so. Wait, that was the game you said, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, like, look, dude, let's call it what it is. The NFL is top heavy. Yeah, but but it's it but it's a good top heavy because the, the top teams are really fun to watch. The bottom the bottom teams are bad. Bad. You know the Jets, the Skins, the Dolphins, dude, if it wasn't the Bengals. Fantasy, nobody would be watching them games, man. I, I, oh, yeah. I'll table that conversation as well. But Tom Brady has thrown seven touchdowns this year. Wait, check back. He'll be at twelve next week. There you go. <laughs> Shmo, who you got? Go Chargers, go. <laughs> Love it. Um, my second game, uh, Texans versus Atlanta. The Falcons, I'm not sold on the Falcons at all, man. And the, I got the Falcons that. suck, man. Dude, they, suck. they suck too. And I got Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins in fantasy. So I'm hoping they just hang a 40 on them and just blow this game out of the water. They're only laying five points. Uh, dude, give me the Texans just blowing out Atlanta. I'm taking the Texans, dude. I've taken the Falcons three times this year. They suck. <laughs> Matty Ice is done. This team blows. Julio Jones sucks. No, he doesn't. He's actually no, really he's good. Stuck. I was going to say, wait He's really good. He's really and, good. And I, just the Falcons are terrible, dude. The, the, but watch, they'll cover because I'm taking the Texans, dude. I'm telling you, dude, the Falcons have my number this year. I swear, I, I swear to God, if they do, I'm gonna like you're gonna have to go first so I can bet every game opposite of you. Yeah, you know what? Fuck it, I'm taking the Falcons. I'm no. riding the train. <laughs> I'm riding the train, dude. I'm helping you out. I'm helping you out. Trust me. I'm taking the Falcons plus the five, five and a half, whatever it is. But they're gonna lose. By 17. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm, I'm down here in Atlanta. Um, before we started recording this, we were talking about, you know, when they beat the Eagles, had we not lost those players, I think we would have beat them. They should be a winless team right now. Um, and the fans around here finally have accepted. I mean, this is a terrible football team. Outside of Julio Jones, uh, they have nothing. Matt Ryan is throwing to fucking ghosts right now. <laughs> um, they had, Their safety is out for the year again, Neil. Yep. His career might be done. Uh, it's back-to-back years with season-ending injuries. Um, they, they're overpaying their D-line. Uh, they're just yeah, they're a fucking disaster. They're a disaster. Um, so I'm, I'm taking the Texans. I think the line should be should be higher, but I'll, I'll lovely take the or gladly take the the five and a half and lay that. So, uh, just for the record, we were off last week, but um, I did nail my USC upset over the Utah. Eats. Oh, dude. Dude, so Schmo and I are in Vegas watching this game. Do you know the first or second play of the game, the quarterback from SC gets knocked the F out, dude. Like we watched. Fucking like, think, dude, bro. Just absolutely crushed. And this dude comes in with the last name of Fink, and I just start clowning him, dude. Like, I'm dude, a, was feeling himself. <laughs> dude, yeah, we were having a great time. I had about like six Jack and Gingers in me. Dude, I was just having a great time thinking it's in the bag, dude. Like, Schmo and I are just about to hit on both these bets. And yeah, this, you took this Utah? Dude, dude, yeah, he just goes right down the field and throws a touchdown. I'm like, all right, word, whatever. First drive. He does it again. He did it like three times in a row. Dude, oh my he God, threw dude, a dude, circus I'm this, dude. <laughs> circus throws. It, it was ridiculous. Dropping him in the basket. My God, it was unbelievable. The Utes. I'll never bet on the Utes again. Always go against the Utes. <laughs> uh, Schmo, uh, who you got for your upset in NFL, bro? All right, upset. We're going with the man that fucks this week. 
We're going with Minshew and the boys. Going to Carolina. They're getting three and a half. <laughs> <laughs> this man just knows how to win. He's a gamer. You have quarterbacks that can go in there and they manage games. This guy just knows how to win. He makes plays. That game last week against the Broncos, it was hideous. Yep. But they found a way to come back, uh, get the W. Uh, I love Minshew. I love the three and a half points. Uh, it's, you're getting plus 155 on the money line. Um, so as always, sprinkle that. Uh, Fournette started feeling himself last week as well. Um, so, yeah, I got the Jaguars going in there and finally upsetting the Panthers and uh, taking care of business. Do you know who you got for your upset? I'm taking the skins. Ooh. I'm hedging my bet here. <laughs> what the fuck? Wait a second. What's going on here? <laughs> um, I'm hedging it, dude. I'm hedging it. <laughs> um, all right. For my upset, I'm going uh, the Packers are getting three and a half points at Dallas. Um I'm not quite sold on Dallas yet, too, you know, even before uh, they lost to the Saints there. I mean, they had a couple, you know, nice victories, but they weren't playing the best of squads. Um, I'm a big believer in Aaron Rodgers, and I think three and a half points, anytime you can give Aaron Rodgers three and a half points in a ball game, uh, that I think that extra half point's big. It's going to be a great game. Uh, but, yeah, give me the pack attack uh, beating Big D up. Go ahead, Dean. No, you already got the skins. I think yeah, uh, Coach Schmo on your lock, bro. Dolphins. <laughs> uh, lock no, of the week. no lock of the week for me is going to be the seahawks thursday night tomorrow night uh, against the rams uh at the end of the day i think the nfl uh is starting to catch up with sean mcveigh um i don't think they are what they they once were um you know Gurley's beat up i don't care what they're saying he's not the same running back that he once was and jared goff's been awful since uh, I think like four weeks left the season last year. Um, and Russell Wilson, I, I, Russell Wilson is one of the most underrated quarterbacks in the entire league. People He's give him credit. Um, he week in and week out just makes plays, carries that team. Uh, Carson's running really well. Um, and then they got Clowney on the defensive end as well as others that are stepping up. Um, and they're only laying on one and a half points at home. So I got the Seahawks tomorrow night as my lock of the week. Nice. JD, I'll bet you $1,000 the Dolphins don't lose this week. <laughs> oh, my God. I actually, I have a question for you uh, later. All right, well, I'll bet you $1,000 the Dolphins <laughs> don't lose this week. Dean just aggressive as shit out here betting G's, man. I'll, I'll bet a grand with anyone the Dolphins don't lose this week. Okay, well, I'm not stupid. Uh, JD, <laughs> you going to take that bet? No. Take, take it. Take it. <laughs> Um, before we wrap up this edition of, uh, money trees, <laughs> Joe Schmo, what's your fantasy sleeper this week in the NFL? So we're going back to the, uh, the Jags in Charlotte, uh, DJ Chark. Um, he had a couple plays last weekend where it was a bit unlucky. Um, a couple of touchdowns that should have gone his way. One was on a penalty. Yep. Uh, they got called back and then the other one was just a great play, uh, pass breakup. Um, so I like him against that uh, that Panthers secondary. So DJ Shark would be my pick. My turn. <laughs> yeah, it's the Patriots defense. <laughs> Play the Patriots defense. They're scoring three touchdowns. They're having nine sacks. They they don't give nine up a sacks. point. They don't give up a point. They they get at least two safeties. 
Uh, this, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna return two kicks. This is definitely the move. They're gonna put up forty-seven fantasy points for you this week. You heard it here first. Dean, Patriots would you consider, would you consider trading like uh, one of your best players for the Patriots defense right now? Hundred percent. You gotta get him on your team. Well, one hundred percent. Like I'm, I'm I, like I'm, I'm telling you, there's nobody on the planet that knows the Redskins better than me. I almost threw up right there. But there's nobody. <laughs> <laughs> that knows the skins better than me and the skins are going to lose by 60 in epic fashion. Yeah. I'm telling you, they're going to be the first team ever to give up nine safeties and, and 50, 50 sacks. <laughs> All right. I'm going, uh, Jimmy Graham. I, I was hyping up Aaron Rodgers uh, versus Dallas. Uh, I think Jimmy Graham at least vultures a touchdown here. Um, once again, uh, I feel like a lot of these picks come from a fantasy, fantasy perspective for me, the way I always look at it. So I, I think he gets a couple catches, but nothing too crazy. But I think he vultures a touchdown at Dallas. Uh, Dallas isn't too great against the tight ends. And, uh, yeah, anytime you got Rodgers throwing the ball, you got a chance to score a tutty. Love it. Well, that wraps up this edition of Money Trees. Again, we always thank Joe Schmo. We can't thank you enough for taking the time to come on today. Uh, that's it for Money Trees. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it, fellas. See you, All right, so that was Money Trees. We hope you enjoyed that. But now it's time for a little poll pod action. It's best non-food smells. Everyone has that one thing they just love to smell, and that's why I'm starting with my number three for a new car smell. There's nothing better than getting in a new car and smelling new leather, the new cushions, the new like carpets on the on the floor, the new steering wheel, everything about it. It smells great. It's one of the best smells in the world. You know, who doesn't love that smell? You guys agree with me on that? I hate it. Wow. What? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's not bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it. I don't, I wouldn't consider it a top smell of mine, but I, I, I do enjoy it. it, yeah, my number it it's, two. It's, it, it's similar to opening a new video game. Hmm. Oh, you you might you must have interesting ones, but my number two. I'm kind of going back and forth because I know my number one. My number two, I, Deepal, I kind of agree with yours, but I don't want to give away yours for, for your it. number two. All right, I I'm kind of going back between fresh cut grass and gasoline, but like you said, not too much of the smell of gasoline because then I start to throw up and gag. <laughs> so I don't know, really know what to pick, but this, I love baseball, you know, going out there with fresh cut grass, you know, I'm going with grass just for the sake of it. Fresh cut grass is my number two. And for number one, there is nothing better than getting a good old whiff of a Sharpie. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I just love the Dude, smell. What? <laughs> Sharpies smell amazing. I don't know what it is. I love the smell of a Sharpie. What are you going to say next? Elmer's glue? <laughs> Well, you're always getting on me for my picks. Jeez. I mean, the Outsiders as underrated a sharp. I was, and I was, I had people stick up for me for that. And, and those people are idiots. The sad part is, is those people are listening right now, and I'm defending you guys. Just know that. Thank you for sticking up to me. I won't mention your names because, <laughs> guys, I don't know them, but. I do know that you guys stuck up for me because Dean told me. But, uh, Dino, what are your top three best non-food smells? Um, this is – there's so many. There, like, there are legit, like, a lot 
that I could have named. I went with number three is pine tar. Oh, love it. Now, now think that, that resin, yeah. Now, now pine tar could be, or just pine in general, like pine, like sap on a tree, pine tar, baseball pine tar. Like it just has that, that feel to it. Okay. Uh, number two, and a lot of people up north will understand this. People in, in Florida, like it's rare that you see it, but in, up north you see it all the time, right? Tarring a driveway. Really? Yeah, the smell of black tar on a driveway. <laughs> For some reason, reason, Sharpie. It smells so good, dude. <laughs> I hate it, dude. What? I, I smelt it. it before, so I know what you're talking about. It doesn't smell. I think, I personally think it smells delicious. <laughs> now, gasoline was my number one, but it seems like a lot of us have gasoline. So I'm going to leave gasoline off, and I'm going to throw a different one out. I'm throwing a curveball out there. Okay? I'm going with a bonfire. That, a was, bonfire. that was an honorable mention. Yeah, a bonfire... Gasoline is my number one, but I'm going with bond. All right, I'm doing four. Uh, bonfire is probably four, and then <laughs> gasoline is one. I I spill gasoline on my hands sometimes at a gas station, and like I smell my hands for the next like twenty minutes. Oh, see, that's too much. That's too much okay. for me. You're actually a weirdo. I do not love gas that much. I'm not going to swear at you, but f off. <laughs> <laughs> Who who dumps gas on them? I've never met anybody that does that. Hold on a second, dude. I, I don't, bro. I don't sit there with the nozzle and just spill it on my hand. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> if I pull it out too fast and it gets on my hand, I'm not freaking out. Or if I fill up the little gallon thing to fill up my lawnmower and it explodes into my hand, I'm not freaking. I'm like, hmm, gasoline. But like, oh, okay, wash- okay. I thought. Oh, I thought you just meant like you like take it out and you're like, you know what? Ten cents on my hand. Like, you know what I mean? I was like, what does it matter with you? Like, oh, what do you think? I'm soaking a tampon and shoving it up my nose? <laughs> the F is wrong with you. Mm. You effing weirdo. <laughs> oh, here we go. I can censor myself, brother. Oh, just wait. I got, a, I got like a little checklist of things that I know that will trigger you. <laughs> Oh, dude, you talking about the skins? <laughs> the Yanks get bounced. Is gonna like? Oh, did you I see? Just, There's a lot of stuff know? that can still happen. Yeah, Rangers start like, you know, Rangers start slow. Like, yep. there's many things like Jay Gruden. Like, there's many things that can get me going. But I like, Jim I'm Hoppe. just gonna have ah, uh, F Jim McCarva. <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, all right. Uh, my top three smells. Uh, fresh cut grass. I got a couple caveats in here. Fresh cut grass in the summer on a ball field. I absolutely hated, loathed it every summer having to cut my parents' grass. Uh, Dino, you've been over to my parents' house. Huge backyard, and we didn't have a riding mower, so I had to do the push mower the whole time. Absolutely hated it. I hated doing it on my own, but when you pull up to a ball field and it, you know, it's 90 plus in here in PA, you got a nice breeze going. That fresh cut grass on a ball field, one of the best smells ever. Um, so it's funny that we all three had gasoline and we didn't talk about it. I think that's really fucking weird. Um, but dude, that, so I changed it up a little bit for my number two. You guys may think this is gross, but 
like when you're driving in a car and you got the windows down and off in the distance, like you could just catch a hint of it, like nothing too crazy, but the, like a hint of a skunk, not like yes. one of the ones where you're like driving right over and it's like, Oh my God, what the fuck is that smell? Just a nice little hint of it. You get, you know, it's only for like five or 10 seconds and then you drive past it. I don't know why, even as a little kid, I always loved that little smell. Big, big right. fan of that. Big fan, dude. I mean, it's just, I don't know. You may think I'm weirdo, but dude, I love that. But like, if you drive by one that close, it's the worst. Um, number one, and Dino, you kind of said it too, is bonfire, is fall. It, fall in Pennsylvania, uh, it's just the best season ever. I think, it, like, I, I don't know how to describe it. It's just like the fresh air in fall on a cold morning, dude. Like, I have my cup of coffee out on the front porch every Saturday and Sunday. And when it gets starts to get down into, you know, the 45, 50 range, you know, a little brisk, cool air, and it's just so cool and fresh. Oh, my gosh, it's the best. I can't wait for it. Number one smell, fall in Pennsylvania. Do we have time for, like, an honorable mention each? Well, mine was going to be Bonfire, so you go. Mine would be Bonfire. Oh, okay. Well, that, this is getting boring. Never mind. <laughs> Well, like, uh, I already said mine. Like that would probably would have been mine. I love the smell of a bonfire. Well, oh, first of all, let me address why I, we came up with this idea. My brother, who is not in in his right mind at all for how this conversation started, said that he enjoyed the smell of uh, of your pee the day after you <laughs> eat asparagus. I forgot about that. Okay, so anyone that's ever had asparagus, it ch- like there's some sort of like chemical component of it that changes the smell of your urine, and and the smell of your urine is disgusting. It's so but bad. for but for some reason, my brother enjoys it. So it's so bad. It, it's top five worst smells. It is. Ever. Yeah, it's it's heavy sulfur. It's so sulfuric. Yeah, dude, it's just the worst. Well, that calls yeah. for a top a top three worst smells non food. Yeah, not I now mean, because I don't have that. But <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can I I can do that one too. But I mean, the asparagus pee just being on his list is unbelievable. Um, I'm trying to think what my honorable mention was because I kind of got oh snow, and people who have never experienced yeah, snow, like don't really understand it. But like when you're outside and it's snowing out. It has this like, and it, and it kind of piggy box, piggy, eh, piggybacks off of Deepaw's thought of like the fall, like the winter in PA and up north and all these other places have a smell, and you can be outside and you can smell the snow coming before it's it starts so- snowing. And it just there's something like like especially up north, like you got the chimney going, you can smell the fire, you know, like That's, you. you like it's quiet and you can just feel the snows coming. And when, once the snow starts falling, it smells a certain way, especially the next day you go out, there's like 14 inches out there. You can just smell it. (laughs) It's, it's, there's really nothing better than that, especially when like there's no school or something like that. And like you just get a hard slick boogie board and just tie it to someone's car and, and do donuts in your driveway and until someone goes flying off and may or may not, bone in their body yeah i have um, the florida thing you get the boogie board except your street floods <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, no, that's 
that's nowhere close. Exactly right, man. It's I think the the biggest thing with like the snow too is the quietness. Like I live, uh, you know, probably like a mile or so from uh, one of the interstates, Interstate eighty three, and you know it's not like loud, but you can hear the highway off in the distance. And when it snows, dude, you don't hear any traffic. And you're exactly right. It's almost like a deafening silence. It's absolutely wild. And uh, yeah, dude, the smell of it is so nice, dude. Yeah, there's there's nothing better than a late night walk yes. up north when when it's about to snow. Like you, you can't hear a freaking peep. It's just amazing. out of curiosity. Just out of curiosity, what does snow smell like? Because I personally haven't seen snow since I was probably like six months old. I I can't. It's just, I can't. It just smells clean. Like it's just like crisp, almost like yeah. It's not quite uh, after a rain smell. But it's like it's something in the pressure change. What is what you're actually smelling? But it, yeah, dude. To me, it just smells like clean and crisp. Yeah, like I can't put I can't put like words to it. It's just some of those things like you just something like you just have to experience. You know, like it's it's very similar to you know Floridians smelling the ocean breeze. Exactly. Exactly. You know, like when when you drive. Thing, yeah. yeah, when you like like where I live, you can't smell the ocean breeze. But as you drive close to the beach, like you can just roll your window down to start to smell it. Up north, when we traveled smell three or four salt. hours, yeah, you you can roll your window down when you're like t- ten miles away, and you can just smell the ocean. It's very similar to that. You can't necessarily define what it smells like, but it has a distinct smell. Yeah, actually, I don't know why I didn't put that on my list. I love going to the beach, smell you the salt both. water. Yeah, I think that's awesome too. But I mean, like, like if you've ever gone, like, if you ever go skiing or snowboarding or snow tubing or whatever it is, first of all, that's a great time. But like, when you're when you take the lift up onto a like a, a mountain range and and you're able to just stand up there and look down, like that might and it, and and there might be like this could be a preview for another pod. Like most peaceful moments, like that would be a most peaceful moment for me. Like you can smell the snow; it's quiet. If, if, if it's late night, there might be like 20 people on the hill. You know what I mean? Like there's just something about snow and nighttime that go together that like as I get older, like as much as I love Florida weather at night and all that, as I get older, if I'm 60 or 70, I might move back to the snow just to sled like one more time when I'm like <laughs> 80 years old. Yo, hit up Armitage is uh, number 17 and just go down those moguls. Oh, that best. Armitage was great. Used to hang out on on the third hole where it goes up where this tree line is and just throw tomatoes at cars. <laughs> that was a good spot. <laughs> or number five. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I hope know, I go. Like, see, I hope I go see snow soon. Yeah, yeah I mean, you pass big anytime, Jedi. Yeah, bro. You just you, like I feel bad for you. Like I feel like you haven't experienced something that everyone should. But then again, I do live in Florida, and I think a lot of Floridians like don't take like take it for granted, like that we have like an ocean. You know what I mean? Like, there's people that spend thousands of dollars to come to a beach, and I literally drive by it every day. Right, and and like that's the trade off. But honestly, look, snow's yeah. great when it's falling. The next day or two, oh, when it starts when getting falls. black, oh, it's a sloppy fucking mess out there. Yeah, dude, there's salt, yeah, there's gravel. All the cars are dirty. It's a nightmare to get around. But when it's happening, it's amazing. Yeah. Like, let's not get it twisted. It's fantastic. <laughs> but like the next few days sucks. Uh, I'm using one of mine right now. 
It's fucking awful. <laughs> Dude, it is. And like, if you live in a neighborhood too, they pile that shit up like 10 and 12 feet high on snowbanks. <laughs> I mean, and it, Jedi, it'll be like April 15th and it still all hasn't melted yet. <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like you're going to get your mail and you're like, I need to skate there still. You know, like. It's just it's so, and, and if your car is parked on the side of the road, like they don't stop and like go around your car. They plow that shit you right up against up. your car, dude. <laughs> like <laughs> Erie, Pennsylvania, bro. Mess. Oh, just an fuck. absolute mess. Almost as big as almost as big as a shithole as Cooperstown. <laughs> oh, stop. Oh, my gosh. Well, that was. Uh, the poll pod for today. That was best non-food smells. But before we wrap up this pod, Dean, what's your final thought? Uh, all right. So clearly we're in baseball playoff mode. And, you know, Deepaw and I are history guys. So I had to include this up there. During World War II, the U.S. military designed a grenade to be the size and weight of a baseball. Yep. So, and I quote, any young American man should be able to properly (laughs) throw it. One of my favorite, like, historical facts of all time. I absolutely love it. That's the greatest thing. Like, I've always said, like, like, look, I can spin a double play pretty good. But my, (laughs) and like, my halo grenades are fire. But if you were to if you were to give me a bag of like twenty grenades <laughs> and no gun, I would be fine. Like that old that old double play feed, no spin, just backhand <laughs> shuffle. There it is in that house right there. Ba boom. Okay, okay. Put it right in the pocket. Here we go. Hitting that cutoff man. There he is. He's going three. There he is. Ba boom. Double kill. You know what I mean? Like I would be stacking up oh double God. and triple kills with grenades. That's so great. Interesting fact, like always, but that's all for this edition of Major League Talk. Make sure to follow us on social media on Twitter and Facebook at JD with Sports and Instagram at JD with Sports. .co. You guys got anything else? Go Yanks. No, sir. Oh, my God, dude. Hockey season opening night tomorrow night. Go Rangers. Hey, go Pens. I can't wait for the Pens to whoop your ass, Dino. Yep. Bet. Yep. All right, Jedi.